I'm Jack Death. I'm a trooper in the 23rd century. Jack Death, Angel City PD. May I see your stats? What did I do? Under Section 7 of the Penal Code, the Council authorized me to administer you a transfer suspect examination. You can't give me a TSE without a warrant. I got your warrant right here, pal. Okay, okay, okay. I don't want any trouble. Well, that's My job is hunting transfers. I got nothing to hide. Finding them. Negative. And singeing them. Of course, sometimes they find me first. Then it's a little more complicated. Hey everybody, it's the Cannon Cruisers. I'm JD. And I'm Randy, and this is another exciting adventure of the non-canonical adventures of JD and Randy. This episode, we're taking a look at Trancers. 1984's Trancers. From 1984. Um, which has the little thing of it being connected to our previous uh, non-canon episode we did of... Zone Troopers. From 1985. And the connection being is most of the staff in Zone Troopers are from here. Yes, there's a lot of crossover between the two, even though they're not quite the same sort of movie. But... <laughs> the movie was also called Future Cop. But, um... Future Cop. Cop from the future. I saw the words future cop on Wikipedia and I lost myself here. Yes. This but is... but headcanon is that uh, Tim Thomerson is actually playing the descendant of the Sarge in Zone Troopers. <laughs> That's Randy's headcanon. The movie is actually a time travel movie from which takes place in the future with a cop is trying to chase down a killer. It's the 23rd century. Who is sent to the past and can take control of their ancestors... In a really weird twist of fate. Quantum Leap. That's the style of uh, yeah of time travel you have where they're traveling along their own ancestry, ancestral line. Post-Terminator 1, pre-Terminator 2. Exactly. There's a, with more than a little Blade Runner influence in there as well. So also, this movie stars uh-huh. in its three principal... Princi- princi- principal. Oh, thank you. I can't speak. Principal roles. Tim Thomerson in the role of Jack Death. Helen and Hunt in the role of the woman he loves, whose name I forgot right now. Lena Mm -hmm. and Michael Stefani as the villain Martin Whistler, a.k.a. Detective Weasling. Yep. And then you also get the the cool things of Art LaFleur, favorite Art LaFleur as McNulty, his his boss. Mm Mm-hmm. And Beth Maynard as Hap Ashby. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you done? Yeah, I you you're going to pick up. I don't know what the awkward pause was for. I thought you were still going. It's Randy. I'm an awkward pausing type of person. Yes, I'm well aware that I edit these. Anyway. I don't. Yeah, that's also very clear. Anyway, this one is, while the Zone Troopers is more of a kind of war movie meets alien, strange, alien, a first contact sort of thing, this is more of a time travel detective it's. I think the closest thing I could say would be Terminator 1 meets Blade Runner. That's very, very close to the central conceit of the movie. I would go more along the lines of Terminator 1 meets The Big Sleep. Well, you could say that. Because but... uh, the main character, Jack Death, is a very Marlowe-esque uh, in his in the way he acts and, and the what he says. Mm-hmm. He's very much cut from the cloth of the prototypical uh, noir detective. Yes, but the down to the down to the cigarette hanging from his mouth and the trench coat. Yes, but the the trancers aren't that. The trancers themselves aren't too far field of the way uh, in Blade Runner. How the you know how the replicants. Yes, 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 the replicants are. You know, they go crazy once they realize they're replicants. Like you know, whatever. Yes. 
Wow, we're really loosey goosey today. So uh, with that, what's the name of the uh, the uh, the test they do in the in Blade Runner? Oh, uh, the the Voight comp. Thank I you. I think we might need to do one of those on us today because that was pretty off. It's like even though we sound it, we're not high. We're just filled with pizza. <laughs> oh, yes. And our movie choices today were quite off the wall. Yeah, back and forth. It was a really weird situation. And so yeah, that's the basic plot. He's traveling back in time to prevent. Uh, future villain from killing the ancestors of the leaders of the world. Yep. And that's yeah, pretty that's much it. it. That's it. Yeah. And it's not a long so movie. So general either. impressions is that it's actually like the movie is 76 minutes. It's pretty short. Yes. It's a very low budget film. You can tell. Um, mm-hmm. And general, general impressions. It's yeah. It's, it, it does it does all right with the budget and the time it has. It's a lot like Zone Troopers and how they used what they had. And I think they put it to pretty good use. There's shots at the beginning of the movie where it's in the future that I they might use matte paintings, I'm not sure, but they look pretty good. It's like, yeah, it's very clearly on a soundstage for some shots, and they're using uh, mm-hmm. some, something painted on the back wall because yeah. you can tell the difference on those, but it looks really good. It looks good. It's surprising. As I said, there was my same thing with uh, Zone Troopers for a lower-budget movie. They use it quite well. The actors also feel more up to the challenge as, and, as opposed to... Most movies of this. Oh, type. they know exactly what they're playing, so they just play to that type. It's like they they know they're not making high art here. They're not going for Academy Awards. They're not going for any awards in this one. Nope. It's just for a, it's just a fun movie about a detective going back in time to stop a killer. And isn't isn't that the point of entertainment? And going on to spawn a film series that is currently at its sixth film, out yeah. of which Tim Thomerson has appeared in five, and Helen Hunt has appeared in three. Oddly enough, we haven't seen any of them. This is the first one we've ever seen. Just like we never saw Zone Troopers before, so we're kind of going into this blind. So what's your highlight of the film? My highlight of the film? I'd have to think about that for a second. This is quite a... It's quite fast-paced that I have to think back on everything that happened. Yikes. Fast-paced. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I'll, I'll talk about that in a moment. It's barely an hour long. And oh boy, did you feel every minute of that... But no, um, I, I would have to say that I I enjoy the 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 characters, the acting on them. It's it's I liked Helen Hunt. Mm-hmm. It's like you understand why that she would go on to do all the stuff that she would eventually do because she's very likable, very charismatic. Tim Thomerson is was perfect in this B movie. This actually, would you say it's almost a Z grade movie in some ways? Sort of, yeah. Like like this such this low budget schlock. What makes it um, a B movie is the execution. Yeah. Well, then it's a, it's a good BC movie. Then it's what it is. It's not like all the way down to the at the bottom. But like I said, I like, really like the acting. I like mm-hmm. I like the the premise more than the execution. Yeah, it was it was uh, overall like I said, it was only barely an hour long, really. So it was very very tight. There's it's a tight, it's seventy six minutes, but about six minutes of that would be the credits. So it's a tight seventy minutes. Yeah, there's not really a lot of fooling around. Like when we start, it's in the future. He. Our main character, Jack Death, is already dealing with uh, a trancer. And they're, they're setting the scenes. And Ooh. trancers are basically almost like future zombies. But it's really, they're mind-controlled. Yeah, they're mind-controlled by usually someone who comes from the future who has a greater willpower over them. Because the whole entire idea is that they have weak minds. Mm-hmm. That's why it only works on some It's also people. a Christmas movie for some reason. Apparently it takes place in Christmas, which is very strange. There's even a part where they interview... Uh, Three homeless people who are kind of the three kings. They even make the joke. Yeah, they make the joke of being the three wise men, the three kings. <laughs> yes. Christmas in L.A. It's a very bizarre yes. film. So, what what was your highlight? Uh, that would be my highlight with the characters. 
I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed their interplay with each other. It was it's whenever you get a a cast of characters that when you enjoy watching them interact with different people just to see what they're going to say, and you know you have a a good cast. Just like when uh, what's his name from the future McNulty comes back in the that's the a good that's girl. A, as Baby McNulty because the only <laughs> per ancestor he could find the only one he could quantum leap back to was a little girl. She's like, you have any idea how hard it is to wait for your parents to fall asleep and sneak out? It's a little girl talking like this. Yes. And he's like a, a, a beefy middle-aged guy. So it's, it's, it's Art Lafleur. Yeah. It's a little girl doing an impression of Art Lafleur. <laughs> it's pretty funny, honestly. So this will go to my lowlights, then. Um, mm-hmm. I found the movie not well-paced, which is an odd thing to say with how tight it was. I found it dragged in a couple of points. Oh, and it that. felt a lot longer than it would like not like oh it's that. not double the length but the movie felt like it was like an hour and a half or more, a little bit more than that there was a little bit of slowness at some points i didn't feel that at all and it's not a so. case of like oh there's not enough action there was just something missing to to keep that pace going but i can't put my finger on it it's just that i i, I checked my clock a couple of times going is this movie almost over i go it's only an hour a little over an hour and it's like uh no it's there's still half an hour left. There's still 20 minutes left. I'm like, oh, this movie feels a lot longer than it should. I don't know. Like I, I said, and I don't know what exactly it is. It's what the problem, what, where that weirdness comes from. I don't know because I didn't get that problem at all. My low light was that is because it was 70 minutes, it felt like it went by too quickly. As By the time we got to the ending, I had to think over the movie to remember everything I just saw. Because everything went by too quick. Uh, maybe if it's a movie, I'll, I'll see it again. I'll be able to point out more thoroughly what I didn't didn't like about it. It just felt like it went by too quickly for me to really judge. Nonetheless, overall an experience, it was enjoyable. Kind of like uh, Zone Troopers. It's not a movie I expected to enjoy because of the type of movie it is. But it worked out in the end somehow. So quick question before we give our scores. Mm-hmm. Having seen Transfer, would you be interested in checking out the remain remainder of the series? Um, if I could find them, I guess I would. I'm not sure if we do it for for this because we really only have a limited amount of slots, and to fill it up with six Transfer movies would be well. There's technically the thing tense. we were talking about for the summer, which which we couldn't do, which is purposely there to fill in things that we don't we'll ha- have slots for. Well, yeah. But I want to do it with multiple things. I'd like to spread it out so we can get a bunch of different things going. Except for that one thing that I still want to do as a special with watching at least two or three of them in a row. I'm sure it's exciting to guess what we're talking about right now because it doesn't make any sense. It's it's a movie in which the in which one of the minor characters becomes the main character of the entire series and is currently on like six or seven movies. About four of them or five of them are straight to DVD vhs and done by siffy and then there was a pilot for then to do a new series on it based on the original first movie ignoring the rest of the canon see if you can figure that out folks <laughs> that could be any number of movies i was about to say it doesn't narrow down nearly as much as you think it might but uh yeah you probably could figure that out from there but yeah uh, as a whole it was an interesting experiment i think worked out pretty well um just like i, I did enjoy it it's like if i ever could find it for cheap i'd probably pick it up along with zone troopers it's like i'm surprised there's not like a shout factory release with both of them in it yeah like, because it's both from the same studio yeah we've had like we've had some other ones we found for uh, in packages like that but not these ones even though they're the same studio with mostly the same staff would be a pretty a pretty obvious um pretty obvious thing to do 
But yeah. I think I know what it, what part of it was, though, pacing-wise. It's, what? um... What? I think it has to do is they didn't do enough with the actual transfer concept. They did more with the oh, uh, yeah. time-traveling concept. So maybe that's what... What it's like, I enjoyed all the character moments, but it felt like there was something missing, and I think that something missing was more of the transfers concept because he only had trans- like experience with transfers like four times trans- in the movie. There's one at the be- very beginning of the movie to set everything up. There's there was one in the mall at in the present day in 1985, and then there was the one where he where met he kills him. Santa. Yeah, that one. Then there was one uh, where he went to find the ancestor who became one. That's three, and then there was the cop. And I think that was it. That's it. That's it. And they didn't really do anything with them. And there was nothing special about the transfers. They weren't more powerful. They weren't not. They weren't anything. There was just kind of like, like no. The only one that was more powerful was the first one. And the the um, Santa were more powerful, but they also seemed to be dumber, like more easily controlled than the cop and the uh, well the, and the ancestor. Well, the third one, um, the ancestor was. He never even fought that one. He killed himself. So Yeah, he killed himself. We don't really know about that one because he wanted to set him up, obviously. And the last one got shot. So, again, we didn't get to see that yeah, one. Yeah, they, they weren't really a threat. I think that's where some of my pacing issues comes in is that every time a transfer came on screen, mm-hmm. it was dull because they weren't really a threat. Not any more than a normal person would have been. Yeah, exactly. There, there's nothing special to them. If it had just been a straight movie about time travel with a guy killing his, going back killing the ancestors mm-hmm. and you could do a little bit more with that then yeah it i think it would have felt tighter that way instead of just arbitrarily sh- shuffling in future zombies yeah maybe they do more in the sequels maybe too. maybe so, i don't know it's possible but with that said what would you uh score this one randy i give it a three mm-hmm. three yeah three so it's fine because it. like i said I, it's like it's the type of movie i would pick up for cheap mm. like bargain bin just because i enjoyed what i saw even though I'll get it taken down for saying this. It was on YouTube, folks. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I, I would do the same thing at three. Uh, my only thing is, like I said, it was so fast. We watched, like I said, it only took a little more than an hour, so it's not quite absorbed as much as I wanted to. It's. I initially, when I had seen the runtime, I, my thought had been, oh no, it's going to be one of those weird YouTube situations where the person's <laughs> running it fast by like point something speed mm, to get past the yeah. copyright violations, and even though that does nothing. No, it didn't happen this time. It was just that short. They just cut out the credits, the opening and the closing. But yeah, as a whole, it was a, it was an enjoyable movie, and I would definitely recommend this to anybody who likes uh, science fiction type travel time trial movies or even uh, detective type st- stories. It's it's a pretty unique movie, especially for its time, and especially considering it's a very low budget movie too. Yes, it, it's like a very low budget movie. Mm-hmm. And it makes use of it very well, just like Zone Troopers does, which is, again, another one I recommended. Where Zone Troopers is very very much just them walking around a forest. This is them just very much walking around L.A. and using apartments, whatever they can get. Future L.A. and present L.A. Yeah. Yeah. But as it is, uh, I think that's about all we got for this one. So, um, but that's it. We'll see you next time. We'll be back with an actual canon movie. And, um... Unless, uh, unless I, uh... Steal our, our feed here, and I watch an episode of What About I watch What About Bob and just talk about it myself. Well, we'll see what we come up with next. Yep. All right, everybody. I'm JD. I'm Randy, and we'll see you next time when we continue our cruise through the Canon catalog. Goodbye. Except this was an Am Canonical episode of I don't remember what the title of the show is anymore. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> How's my tan? It was getting hotter all the time. Jack. I guess I just attract a certain element no matter what century I'm in. This way, mister!
I gotta run now. I wanna ride with the ladies. Over here, Ashby. And death is back. And he's never even been here before. Trancers.